Hey, it's Joey Thurman. I'm excited to bring you season two of the Fad or Future podcast. We live in a world where information is everywhere, easy to access, and sometimes not always accurate, especially in the health and wellness space, which is exactly why I created this show. There's two sides to every story, and I'm here to present both and let you decide, is it a fad or is it the future? Health fads come and go, but the science behind them is what makes them work or fail. I'm bringing the experts to you and putting the facts on the table so you can decide how and where to put your efforts in your own personal health and wellness journey. Thank you to Third Wheel Podcast Studio in LA for the great editing work on our show every week. If you're ever in LA and need a studio to use, they have full audio and video capabilities and awesome engineers. They also have a Seattle location coming soon. And of course, if you're just looking for production and editing, they have you covered there too. Check them out online at thirdwheelpodcaststudio.com. What's going on? It's Joey Thurman. Here's another episode of the Fad or Future Podcast. And in front of me, the man, the myth, the intuitive legend I've known <laughs> for years, which we'll get into, Robert Ohato, intuitive. You may be thinking, what in the hell? is an intuitive. He's not a psychic. We're, we're, we're going to get into that. But he's been all over the place. He's worked with Oprah's people. He's been on all sorts of different national TV. He's a published author. You've done speaking all over. Uh, True. You, you are not cheap to use your services. <laughs> uh, he does very well for himself. He, he does all sorts of different uh, programs uh, and different um, things that you can help with your own intuition. Robert Ohado, thanks for being here, my friend. I, I appreciate hey. you taking the time. Oh, I'm so excited we're finally doing this. Yeah. I'm, thank you for having me, really. It's like two years delayed, but it's okay. <laughs> exactly. Life happens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Life does happen. All right, man. So intuitive. What? I mean, intuitive. you know, I, I met you, what was it? What, God, was it like 10 years ago? It was like 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So we were at uh, Chef Art Smith, uh, his 10 wedding. Years ago. Yeah. Wow. Uh, to, to his husband, Jesus, in Washington, D.C., and right. we were in a pool and this, this dude came swimming up to my, <laughs> to, to my, uh, to my wife and myself. And, uh, we, we started chatting and, uh, you know, kind of, we've, we've been in contact ever since then. So uh, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah. um, you know, you can be connected with somebody without physically being there. And I'm, you're, you're the connection guy. So we'll get into that, but he's like, I'm an intuitive. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this fucking, <laughs> this fucking dude. What, what the hell is he all about? <laughs> Because uh, there were some interesting people there. I mean, Moby wanted his kosher hot dog. I can't remember what it was or vegan or something like he, he was throwing a fit. Yeah, so yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, Moby, if you're listening. But anyways. Um, yeah, we love you. We, we love you. But yeah, man, it was it was really nice to get to know you there. We, we've remained in contact. And so tell everybody yeah. what it is that you do. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I get asked that question sometimes that people don't who don't know my public, you know profile. Um, you know, what do you do? And I, I, I always just feel like hit my website and just look, cause it takes me a while to explain it, <laughs> but essentially, you know, I have a skill set, uh, as you know, where, um, I can tap into whether it's a business, the business psyche, a person, uh, whether it's, uh, an, or just an organization, I, I have this ability to get into what I would say is the holographic field of something. And I can, uh, with intuition perceive information. I mean, it's very, for me, I'm a, I'm a technician. So for me, it's very technical. 
Um, so if people want to relate this to something, I mean, is it like being psychic? Kind of, uh, in the sense that I'm seeing with different eyes and perceiving with different eyes. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's a different bandwidth of information. It's a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And I'm just someone who's uh, wired to see in that realm. So for example, when I was working with Oprah's people, and that's how we met, um, I was oftentimes with the producers uh, feeling the field of the world in terms of what shows might, you know, really serve everybody or also honestly get higher ratings or just be relevant because I can sense trends and I can sense patterns in the field. And um, when Fortune Magazine featured me, they were featuring me on the other aspect of my work, which is business strategy, where I sense, you know, a business field or, you know, a kind of a market. I have that skill set. So uh, when it comes to a person, though, for example, I think my, my, my greatest asset is sensing the psychological patterns and profile of somebody. So I can go into someone's psyche intuitively and sense, have you been abused? How has your psychology shaped around that? How do you now uh, make choices from that perhaps? And so what I'm really reading in people in that sense is their self-sabotage, right? Or they're what's blocking them or it's keeping them stuck. And, you know, as you mentioned, you know, I, I'm not cheap to work with. Right. And so people come to me with real, real issues. And I, I like it that way. I like it that, you know, they come serious, they come correct. And then also, you know, more or less nowadays, I teach courses, you know, on my website and, and around uh, on developing your intuition. Because here's the thing, we all have intuition. Everyone watching us right now has had that gut instinct or gut feeling about someone or something that proved accurate. You know, that later on, you're like, I wish I would have listened to my intuition, right. right? We've all said that. And that's what I'm, uh, you know, an ASAT is not only listening, but I go to deeper territory. So there's a spiritual aspect as well, where we get off into something I call your soul contract or soul agreements before you came here. And that also for me is something that comes into a reading, if you will, depending on, on a person. If it was just a business, I'd be looking at psychic fields, influences, um, and also the psychology of everybody in the business. Because I have the saying that I've taken at every business reading I've ever done, and that is, as the king or queen goes the country. So that means, you know, the CEO or the board, creative board, they really shape the psychic field and po uh, potential of a business. And so if someone's stuck in self-sabotage or in narrow-minded thinking in the business, that's something I'm going to read as well. So it's a very multifaceted skill set. And, and it allows me to, you know, depending on the person or depending on the situation, kind of pivot and then just turn on. So if it's a, if it's a person, it's a different kind of um, dynamic and versus a business or versus like an organization like Harpo, you know, where yeah. we're looking at, you know, TV production and, and what to put on and what to produce and what will, you know, frankly, and here's the thing, I say be successful, but what that really is, is what serves people the most. What, what are people needing from you? And that's how success happens is you create something they need. Yeah. And so I, I'm able to see that in a way that, you know, most, most frankly cannot do. Right. So what do you, what do you say to people who'd be like, this guy is full of shit, right? Like, I mean, cause anybody could say like, oh, I, I see some good things for you. And like, how do you know this stuff? How do you know it's right? How do you prove to people that you work with, I mean, you've got, you've got a validation, right? So you've got a bio that people are like, wow, he's worked with all these people, so he must be right. real. But when you get the naysayers that are coming in, like, how do you explain that to them? Or like, how fast in a reading are they like, oh my God, I've never told anybody this. Like, what is that right. kind of switch where they turn over like, oh, this is, there's actually something to this. Do you know what's funny about your question is, for me, this is just my normal. Like, I don't think it, of it as that special. Like, right. I, I really mean that. It's for me, it's just like, I just, I'm, I'm someone that is in many dimensions, you know, with right. my consciousness and perception. 
and with somebody is a, let's say a skeptic or, sure. or um, you know, because and let's just be clear, there really are charlatans out there. There really are people out there that are not genuine. Right. And then there's others that are exceptionally skilled. So it's just like any skill. And so the way that I like to go in is, you know, once again, everyone's intuitive. I just happen to be a Michael Jordan version of, in, of being that, but, <laughs> sure. but everyone has this, this is yeah. not something like you have to believe in or not. It's wired into you. And, and what I really would have to say is most people they're, they're skilled at not listening, mm. you know? So when people are like, why, well, I don't know. I'm like, you totally know, you already yeah. know. Yeah. You just don't want to know what you know yeah. with, you know, this, this ego wounded ego, I got to have it this way perspective. You're not letting in information that would propel your potential. So I, I more stay on, and, and I just as a way of background, I have a BA in psychology. So I, I came from in, in my intuitive development, a more clinical technical place. And it was in my collegiate studies that the skill started to wake up more. And then I began to see, how do I know this shit about people? How do I know this about somebody? And I just do. You know, and I can't, um, to me, it's like just another sense into in, in sensing different bandwidth. And, you know, if people still don't want to believe, I actually get curious about that. I'm like, okay, well, what are you afraid of? You know, and, and, and usually it's that they don't want anything in their uh, reality that they feel like they cannot make sense of or control. Yeah. And so then it's really, it's not about me. It's about them, yeah. you know, and, and I don't take it personally. I don't take it any, because it's just, look, I'm, I'm just, I do what I do. I don't think it's that special in a way. I mean, it's exceptional, but at the same time, everyone's got something that's exceptional. Right. I'm not better than anybody. And uh, everyone's got intuition. And, and what I really try to do now is just help people listen, like listen to yourself, you know, and it's really hard because we're a culture that's really esteemed the mind as if it's the only perceptual, clear perceptual thing we have. And it's actually the exact opposite. The mind is usually so screw, screwed up that it's totally seeing things, you know, off, off kilter and right. not accurately. So, you, you know, people have to get past that mind, that mental, um, as a, and thinking that the mind is, is their, where their power is. It's actually the caboose on your, your train. The, your, your engine is actually your intuition. It's that your gut instinct, you know, what you know. Okay. So I, I think, you know, there's nothing to be skeptical about. It's, it's a facet of, of your psychology. It's a facet of your perceptual system. It's a facet of your senses. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't get it. I'm like, what are you skeptical <laughs> about? I'm not okay. Madam Cleo looking at a crystal ball here. I mean, that's not my, I don't do that. You know she, what I mean? She did well for herself. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I she should have saw what was coming though. I'm just saying. <laughs> she should. <laughs> I mean, I think you're right. You know, we, we all have those moments where like, man, I should have listened to myself or I felt that, or, you know, when you immediately meet a person, you know, like I, I think I have some sort of level of intuition. I've had clients bring Absolutely. in boyfriends or girlfriends and to do a workout. They're like, I want you to let me know what you think of this person. And I've had people come in and like, that guy doesn't have the right things. And we yeah, have, yeah. you know, we have a mutual acquaintance that people were in this person's life. And I've had to let that individual know like this person isn't in it for the right things. So I guess we right, do right. have all that sort of intuition. But when was the first, first time when you you were like, okay, I have something different here. Like, yes, there's intuition, but then yeah. there's you really knowing, okay, I need to do something with this or let me hone in my abilities, if you will. Right. You know, I think what I'd like to offer to, to answer that question and actually then give you that moment where I went, okay, I'm in, um, 
is, I, and maybe this will help everyone also understand their own intuitive system as I tell my story about how I kind of developed it, I think. I think I had um, a wiring for it from birth. I mean, I think it was already there and certainly a, a very wise kind of knowing always seemed to be present to me. You know, I, I was in uh, Taekwondo when I was a kid and I was at a very traditional dojang and I was like maybe from 10 to 13 in, in this, you know, and we were at tournaments and I would give these adults relationship advice. And I don't even know how the hell I knew that. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm saying. I became like little Buddha. They would like send everybody over to me. And it was, you know, just one of those weird things where it's like, and I'm like, I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even have a relationship yet. I mean, how would I even know that stuff? But, sure. you know, I'm gay. So when I was growing up, um, I think when you're, gay, when you're gay for my generation, you're always on alert for danger. Are you going to be accepted? Is someone going to um, bully you? Is someone going to um, call you a name? Is your life under threat? Right. So it created this sort of um, hyper uh, sensitivity to reading the environment. And then on top of that, I, I come from a very uh, messy alcoholic home in terms of my history. And so there was a lot of physical violence and abuse. So I was always on guard because of that as well. So I had this heightened, doubly heightened sense about my safety and my security and, and really survival that turned on this thing where I was always reading people. I, I mean, I didn't call it, I wouldn't have called it that then. I, I would have been called, you know, he's just a sensitive boy. But I was actually really tracking everybody to see, okay, am I safe with you? Are you going to, um, you know, kick me out of the house because of who I am? Are you going, what, what's going to happen here? And then now I can look back and go, oh, the whole time I was developing this skill set that, you know, now I apply like a laser into certain things. So I want people to understand, you know, that you hear these stories about, I was struck by lightning and all the, and then suddenly I had these abilities, which maybe that's true for some people. I want to give you the gritty truth here. That's not how it happened for me. It was a very gritty kind of development, you know, of experiences one after the other, and just generally always being like, oh my God, am I going to survive this life? And then as I got older and began my own psych psychotherapy and healing and studying psychology and all these other, you know, alternative modalities to kind of start working on myself from all the damage done, you know, I could, I began to take the reins a bit. And it was really, I think, in uh, college that it really started to come online to where, you know, I would just know stuff. And then my friends started to say, you know, you've got something here and you should do something with it. So mind you, when I graduated college, I was all, at, you know, 23, 24 yeah, I did a six-year undergrad, and uh, there you go. I, but, I, had, um, I had five. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the the thing is, I was too immature to hand, hold this this the psychic and psychological space for people mm -hmm. as a real deep spiritual director or intuitive strategist or any of that. Then, and then as I got to my early thirties, that's when everything started to kick off and kick in. And there was one reading. Because I started dabbling, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, let's see if I see if I got this. You know, is this really something I should give a shit about? Or, but I did this reading on this woman, and the impressions were so clear that she had been sexually abused at eight years old, and I and I could see it happening. And not only that, she went to tell her mother, and her mother looked right at her. This is the impression I was seeing, and her mother said, "That didn't happen to you." So not only was she betrayed by you know this family member, but also then her mother, the double betrayal, denying her experience by saying, oh, that didn't happen to you. I'm not dealing with that. Um, go shove that away. And I remember I met her, met her in person at a, at a restaurant. She was, also, she was a mutual friend of someone that I was really good friends with. And I said to her, I said, well, I've, I've got some you know, clear stuff to tell you. I said, but I just want you to know it's heavy. You know? And then I, and I, sa I said to her the information I got, and it was exactly what happened. 
And I remember we're both bawling, I'm bawling, she's bawling. And I'm just like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this in a restaurant, first of all. But that's when I knew, don't fuck around with this. This is like people's soul. This is like, you know, some of the worst that they've been, stuff they've been through and the worst um, challenges they'll ever, you know, face in their life. And that, that they carry even still, you know. So I realized that this was a very kind of sacred, serious territory. And then after... I kind of tipped into that and surrendered to, to that. I think everything else just like, like, you know, dominoes lined up for me. Yeah. Um, and it truly did. I mean, how I got into Harpo is, you know, I the everything for this career for me, I, I honestly couldn't have ever planned. It just planned itself and I showed up, you know? So that was though, that was for me the, the turning point. Wow. So how can people kind of listen to their own intuition? I mean, right now, 2020 has been a year for the ages and you know, a lot of people, yeah. and, and, and by the way, we're going to do a live reading on me. So I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, I may be bawling. Um, how can people kind of tap into that? I mean, I don't, I don't think individuals need to sit there and read everybody else. Like we have that, but I think we're so blinded now by all these external forces and social Absolutely. media yeah. and TV and politics, all that sort of stuff how can you just sit and be one with yourself and just realize like, how do you know your own voice? How can you trust yourself? Right. Yeah. That is an awesome question, you know, and you are absolutely right. I mean, it, it is a crazy time to get clarity. I mean, you've got, you know, everyone saying this is what's true. No, this is what's true. No, this conspiracy is true. I mean, it's, it's, it's all over the board. Uh, but I'll tell you this energy never lies. And there is an energetic component to the truth that we intuitively all recognize. You know, you know, if I, if I sat you down and said, all right, is this person telling the truth? And, and your mind might go, yeah, because they're saying what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. But if I pulled that away from you and said, okay, now are they telling the truth? And you actually then had to go to your intuitive senses, you'd go, absolutely not, they're, they're not telling the truth. So when we see, you know, for example, politicians saying something, we all instinctively know. Right. We know whether it's true or not. You're, you cannot lie to your own soul. You, you can't lie to your energy and your energy can't lie. So I always tell folks, first thing you need to understand about your intuitive system is what keeps it from being clear for you. And that is actually like sitting down and doing an inventory of, okay, you know, for example, obviously social media is a big deal now. Mm -hmm. Like how does social media influence my perception and my capacity to stay self-connected? You know, and self-connection for me is I'm with myself no matter what. If I mess up, if I'm not perfect, if I'm 10 pounds overweight, if I'm whatever it is, I'm still with me. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to abandon me. If you're in any form of self-abandonment, the only intuitive guidance that you're going to be open to receive and that you most need to receive is get self-connected now. You know, so you have to kind of understand your, your intuitive system's a truth teller. And if you don't like the truth for whatever reason. I mean, hey, I, I, I'm saying this stuff and I struggle with it also. I mean, this is not like I've got this down, yeah. but I know how it works. Because when I read someone else, it's easy. Reading myself or reading my own life sometimes is not right. that easy because I just like everybody have my wants and my projections and uh, you know my agendas. Yeah. But agenda is not um, a friend to intuitive clarity. It will, it'll skew what you see. It'll, you know, and so the, the example I love to give people all the time because I've seen it so many time, times in readings, and just watching life is, is dating, you know? So when you meet somebody, some part of you is already like, hmm, <laughs> or okay, I'm, on, I'll, I'm up for date too, right, you know? Right. 
So you're either, you're either getting a, mm, from your intuitive system or you're getting a, okay, but here's what your, your ego mind is going to do. It's going to go into a date with all these perfectionist checklists, usually uh-huh. like, okay, are they this? Are they this? Are they this? Check, 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 check. And, and all you're reading is a, a persona of mask of someone. And we all have a mask we wear. I mean, I'm not making it right or wrong. I'm just naming technically what, what's true here is you're usually when you first meet somebody date number one, you're meeting a mask and they're meeting a mask that you have. And it doesn't mean that there's not something in that mask that isn't authentic, but just know that it's not the full scoop. So how many times have people gone on a date and they're like, Oh, she's so hot. He's so hot. He's this, she's that, you know, and instead of going, okay, let's get real. Does this, what kind of self connection does this person have with themselves? What kind of boundaries do they have with themselves? Um, if the, and this is what I always tell someone, you want a clear read on anyone you're going to date, watch the kind of intimacy they have with them. Because, and it takes a little while, not just one date's probably going to clue you in, but you're going to be like, okay, this person has this kind of intimacy with themselves. So I can trust that they can join me with the same intimacy level as well. But if you're watching someone that's in a story about themselves or, you know, and so that's where your, your readings are going to go out the window yeah. is if you're going in with, how you would like to see it be as the, as the lens you look through only. It's okay to have your wants and desires and certainly standards, but projections and agendas, you know, so you've got to wrangle those in first, Joe. You got to be able to say, okay, what is it that I would like and, and what's true about it? And when you ask a question like that, so my intuitive skill set works through questions. So like I'm going to read you in a minute. Uh-huh. You know, you're going to give me a question and I'm going to dial in and we're going to see what, it, what comes up. But Shit. It, it, it goes through <laughs> questions. We, we don't have to, you know, no, I'll do the L-I-T-E. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no this, this, if anybody listens to this podcast, they know that I am the guinea pig and I, will, <laughs> I, I do everything ahead of time. They're like, oh, maybe I want to get a hold of a hotto or maybe I don't. This Joey just broke down <laughs> <laughs> like, like a little boy when he, when he was 11 years old living in Alpha, Wisconsin. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. I got too deep there. Carry on. <laughs> So, you know, anyone that wants to get a, uh, start cultivating their intuitive skills, and I would say first start with this. Ask yourself what you can't admit or wouldn't want to know. You know, open, open your back door. Open the, your shadow side and go, okay, well, what wouldn't I want to see? You know, and that doesn't mean that, you know, and I don't mean to take this, anyone to take what I'm saying around and be perfectionist and, and, and crazy with it with people and be like, oh my God, I got a bad vibe from you. Bye. <laughs> Rather, you know, because right. we're all messy human beings and let's make room for that. And actually, the more we make room for that, the more we'll be able to see about each other and, and the more we can connect. So, you know, it's not that at all, but it's rather, hey, you got you to gotta go in like, okay, I like this person or I, I, whatever and tell the truth about it. So when it comes to your intuitive skills, you've got to be able to say, all right. I've got to know that I have a part of me that doesn't like the truth, that doesn't want to see clearly uh, for whatever reason. And what I've tracked mostly for people, and this is where people can do some work to get clear, is that that part of us that doesn't want to see clearly is completely connected to our low esteem. Hmm. Because what we want to see usually is about projecting onto something how we can get to being enough. So if I can date this person, then finally I'm enough. If I can get this job, then finally I'm enough. If I can get this career opportunity, then finally I'm enough. Instead of this soul truth, it's an intuitive truth. You're already enough. 
You've always been enough. You can never not but be enough. So you can get that active in your system. And I can say that and everyone can be like, ooh, that sounds good. Let's smoke me some of that. Right. But the reality is it doesn't mean it's active in your system. It doesn't mean it's act, an active force in your psychology and in how you perceive. It takes a little bit of lighting that fire and tending to that fire, right? And you got to kind of be like, okay, I call it soul esteem. I got to just know I'm enough just because I'm me. That's it. That's all I needed. It's all I ever needed. But if you have that active and the, to the degree that you have word to see the truth, because the truth isn't about, well, if I tell the truth, then I don't get to get to enough through them or this or that. It's rather, no, I can just be with, all right, it's true that this person, they're giving me a great, for example, you know, date, dinner date, but behind the scenes, they're an alcoholic. And I haven't seen that yet, but I'm reading it in their field. I'm getting a sense that I'm watching the fifth drink they're just now having at dinner, right. you know, instead of, Ooh, they're just drinking cause they're happy to be with me. You know, no, right. they're really five drinks in. Yeah. Come on. You know, it's like you start listening and, and you just realize the cost of not listening is really high. You know, it can be painful to, to absorb the truths, but if you know you're enough, there's not a truth that's going to collapse you. It's going to propel and lift you up into, you know, what you were meant to become and, and how you're meant to serve and, and all the things you're meant to do as, as part of living, you know, as a force of grace in this life. And I'm telling you, I've done thousands and thousands of intuitive readings and everyone is unique. I mean that. I don't just say that because it sounds cool. Like everyone is a unique life plan. Everyone is a unique destiny. Everyone is a unique gift to life. So intuition serves that blossoming and it serves connection and it serves your truth and it serves propelling all that you were born to become. And it is a ruthless truth teller. So if you're willing to be with the truth, that's, I think the first thing I'd say is cultivate soul esteem, cultivate looking at your shadow side, mm -hmm. and then cultivate um, a willingness to be with the truth. And I'm, your, your intuition, the thing is, it's always talking. It's not like you got to um and ah and hum and get a crystal to get your guidance system <laughs> up and running. It's already doing the thing, you know, yeah. just saying. Okay. So let's... <laughs> I got, I got a little dark as I had to turn up, turn off my light and give my uh, laptop some juice. So I'll, I'll get a little clearer with my beauty light here in a few minutes. All right. So let's do a reading on this guy. How? Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. So I, the way I work is that okay. you guys, just so people are, if they're watching this, um, is I get impressions pretty quick. So sometimes I have to write down a few just to get coordinated in your, in your psyche, in your field, but let's do it. Here we go. Okay. Uh, and I gave him my birthday, 21083. Uh, yeah, then that's just the way I tune in. So everyone just FYI behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. And that was, <laughs> that was the only bit of information um, that I gave him. So do you have a question for me? <laughs> I got lots of questions. Okay. Well, let's okay. start somewhere. Let's All do right. it. So, um, yeah. So uh, as a lot of people know, I'm in my in-laws garage right now because I sold my place downtown Chicago. Um, and for me, you know, and I know people are in a lot of different places right now in 2020, but I am at the edge of thinking that I need to quit my career and fitness because honestly, I see so many other people succeeding at it who quite frankly, sometimes have the credentials, but often right. own, their only credential is social media numbers, which drives me crazy. I understand it's a modern day resume and that we have to have it 
but credentials as far as like certifications and publications and everybody that I have worked with. I see these other individuals getting things. It's hard not to think like, what in the hell am I doing wrong? And really, should I just, should I not do this anymore? Yeah, yeah. Can, can I d- jump in or you want to keep going? Jump in, jump some, in, jump in. Things that, to was, say. That, was, okay. that was a, that was a long little door, little yeah, door. No, 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 not long at all. I think, I think the other thing too is like, you know, <laughs> it's better that you kind of say something. Cause I could just start talking and people are like, where the hell is he coming up with this? What context? And right. this gives everyone. So everyone becomes part of the story of what we're doing here. Right. Um, I think the challenge for you, Joey is, is, and I think it's also a gift, you know, um, you are someone who you know, many people, so just getting into the, the intuitive uh, read of your question specifically, and let's say that field of things in your life, which is fitness. It's um, also your own social media journey and, and presence here and, and the stuff you get up to in just general media, like this podcast, you know, the reality is that you come from a track in your field, um, a little, the addict archetype in you as well. There's, there's this, um, there's a history with you of initially young in your younger time of being someone who uh, I think really didn't know how to handle being so different. I think you've always felt like, you know, I'm just different than people. And, and even still, I think you don't fully understand what that means. I think you're still trying to figure that out. Now there's a point, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up to your question. So you are wired in a way to be really seriously. And I know this, Personally, this isn't just the intuitive in me. This is the, the friend in me talking that mm-hmm. you are someone who is uh, just who you are. You know, you're very transparent about who you are. And that's uh, really incredible considering how ridiculously good looking you are. <laughs> and, and just, I'm serious, you know, and nice you are. You're someone who is really real, you know. And so you can't do a lot of the circus act of fitness that a lot of people can it's just not your vibe. And I think there's a conflict in you of, well, I could go do these things and kind of get further in the fitness industry and all this sort of stuff, but then I lose me. And I think that's been this tug of war, your, in a sense, your whole fitness career. I think it's just been this like, well, where do I fit then? Where do I fit then? The next two years of your life are about the answer of that question. Truly, truly, I'm getting chills as I say this, but truly manifesting. And here's what I have to tell you that's really important that you get. You've got to get this. I see you trying to use a system to propel your career, the the fitness industry system. Let's just call it that, right? But you can't rely on that, Joey, because you don't fit it. You can't rely on a system you do not fit into to propel you because you're here to reform it. You're here to do something different than that system. And this is the challenge. And so... It makes you feel like you're treading water to stay in that system. And in a sense, that's true. You have, if you keep trying to you know, get ahead or get bigger or get certain deals brokered in fitness through the system as, as it stands now, it won't work for you. I'm just going to tell you the truth. It will not work for you because that is not your role of service. Your role of service is to not make that wrong. I'm not making that wrong. It's that there's a new... Oh, dude, you're going to be so freaking successful. There's a new energy of people that are looking beyond that, those offerings, because they're finding for themselves, that's not nourishing. That's not adequate. That doesn't address the hologram of who I am. 
all, all of who I am, the holistic nature of who I am. You have such a capacity to serve at a holistic level that is spiritual, psychological, yes, physical, health, all, all of that. But you're, you bring a medicine that only you can. And I think that you're trying to fit into other people's medicine jars. When that's not, that's not going to work. I'm telling you, destiny won't activate for you that way. As soon as you go, fuck it, I'm going to pivot here. I'm going to decide that, you know what, might be the long way around, which it's already been in a way for you. And that's yeah. why you're starting to feel fatigue in this marathon. Right. Hey, this might be the long way around, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to double down on me, what's unique about me. And I think you're, you're getting polarized in this either or with fitness. It's either I quit this or and start something else or, and I don't think that's the truth. I think the truth is you just need to um, realize that it's both and. It's both, I bring this in and, and use this as part. And that's also part of what makes you unique. You love fitness. I mean, you do. I think you've lost that love because, you know, every industry has its toxicity. Everything has, every, you know, tool we use in industries has its toxicity, like social media has a toxic side. You know, you're burnout, man. And you're, and you're finding that you're not, the doors aren't opening for you. You're struggling, you're working hard, and you're not seeing a return. And you, that's not sustainable. But the thing is, it's also true that it's not that you're, it's not that fitness is wrong for you or over. It's got to evolve into the, the, this other thing that is going to then be what you double down on that's unique about Joey Thurman right. that no one else could ever do. And, and I'm telling you, this is what I love. In business, it's called a blue ocean. You, what you have and have to offer is a blue ocean. It's like, in a red ocean, you've got competition. You've got to, and that's what you're in. You're in a red ocean of fitness. Everyone's competing with each other. And everyone's trying to get social media following and all this and the other, this, that, and the other. Yeah. You're, you're going you're gonna to sink in that, you know, like the Titanic. You're just going to sink and you're not going to like what you do like you're already feeling. Yeah. I'm just naming where you, where you already are. Right. So I would say, look, let's look to the blue ocean. Let's look to what can Joey do who, that is no one's doing it. And not only that, they won't even know how to begin to do it because they don't have, Joey, the self-intimacy you have with you and your own soul. They don't have that anchored in. So this is about shifting perspective, approach, and, and also realizing when you enter a blue ocean, sometimes it takes a little while to find your, you know, your, your stroke. Like, how am I going to paddle here? Because there's no one to reference but dude, that's what's brilliant about it is that this is where you can create something no one else has ever done. And you will be the one that others behind you go, oh, I want to be like him. I want to do like Joe, what Joey Thurman did. I want to have the platform Joey Thurman built up. But this is we have to take a step back. Stop looking to the fitness industry for, I think, doors to open, solutions. Uh, seriously, I don't think they're coming. I'm just going to be, be honest here because that's what I do. I think if as soon as you go, okay, I've been knocking on doors long enough. Yep. This isn't about the whole, you know, like there's often a story of just keep knocking. Like if you're an actor, a struggling actor, just keep auditioning, keep auditioning and finally you'll get a break. So that can be true for some people. Okay. For you, this is, these doors were never meant to open for me. Let me go and open my own. And as soon as you do that, just like what happened to me, if, if I, when I was in college, I studied psych because I knew I wanted to know about what makes a stick. I knew I had a passion to understand my own um, wounding and how to heal and just healing. 
I had a passion for healing. I had a passion for um, helping people. So I started with psych. But I, what I became would have never fit into clinical psychology ever. It still wouldn't. Yeah. I had to finally go, I'm not going to fit that model. So I didn't go back into academia. I didn't get a master's. I went, you know what? I'm just going to go on over here and just see what happens. And I'll tell you, it was a long way around, you know, and it was uncertain and it was scary. But here I am. I'm talking to you. We're doing a podcast. I'm telling people things you've probably never heard before in their life. Yeah. And that's you. You're just like a, the fitness version of me. You know, seriously. And that's why we've always had this connection, I think, is because we see something resonant with each other about our journeys that we just sort of know is like, oh, you get me. You're on the same. And you're on the same thing, too. And I, you know, I, I feel like um, what's ahead? So that's the lay of the land. You tracking with me? Yeah. Okay. What's ahead is, I, I think, a reconsideration of approach. If, and just taking a minute, and, and I want you to live in some intuitive questions like, okay, what door do I need to create? What opportunity? How? Where do I go from here? And just hang out. Life will line up synchronicities, if not a door, that'll open for you when that question, I think, is the one leading the way now. Stop looking at the fitness industry at large for any solutions. They don't have them. You're meant to reform all that to some degree. So you, of course, it can't propel you. You've got to go, you know, I've looked for, uh, early in my career, I used to look because I was a you know, published author and stuff 10 years ago, I had a book come out and all that kind of stuff. And I was looking for doors to open just like that as well in spirituality and self-help, my, my field. And then I realized, you know what? They're not going to open for me because I'm here to reform the whole understanding of that field. And it's the same for you with fitness and everything else. And that's not, you know, and that's the thing I look at you. That's not the only thing you got going, man. I mean, you got an understanding of, of human empathy that is remarkable. You've got um, uh, an understanding of people's journeys of struggle with just their emotional systems. You, you really feel and understand people. You're very psychic and intuitive as well, just in a different way. Um, you've trained me once or twice. And I remember I was like, okay, I'm getting a reading from Joey on my fitness. <laughs> Here we go. But this is about you kind of stepping in. And I know that what attracting you as well, honestly, you want to go honest? you want to get real, real. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I know and sense that there's financial struggle here. There's a lot of other things pressuring you and also pressuring you into kind of that pessimistic, like, what the fuck? Why not me attitude? Right. And, and why me, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that, that that's okay. But just know that this is a, and so it makes it harder for you to go, okay, well, all right, just pivot out of what I know and what's mapped for me and go somewhere else. Well, how am I going to make a living? So I think it's about just understanding that you can transition bit by bit, both and to keep doing what you're doing for now to keep you afloat, but get in that blue ocean because it's, it's, stuff's going to happen for you. I'm telling you. So the next two years, you know, as I was getting ready to talk to you, I was already reading you before we even got on camera. And I remember getting these impressions where I was like, oh my God, the next two years is going to be where you really establish yourself as this unique electric revolutionary new presence in i'm just gonna say wellness you know which includes fitness but cooking um dealing with emo your people people dealing with their emotional system uh how to maintain uh the capacity to keep climbing life's mountains 
you know, but be okay with you and know that getting to the summit doesn't make you enough. You're already enough. So take the next step. You're already enough. You know, getting to the summit is about expressing your enoughness, not getting to enough. And that's you. So I don't think, and here's what I want to also catch is the fitness industry doesn't know how to see you. It doesn't, it doesn't know how to see. It's almost like you're a vibrational pitch off to such a degree you're invisible to them. And I, and I, I get the sense it's how you've often felt. I feel invisible to the fitness industry. No one's really actually seeing what I have to offer. And it doesn't matter if you're on Harry Connick Jr. or if you're on some other show. It's like, okay, well, and? Right. Because you haven't owned your vibrational frequency with who you really are yet. As soon as you start and the, to the degree you do, I'm promising you, ah, and I'm so excited. Stuff's going to start happening. The next thing is going to start happening. The next opportunity, the next alignment, all of it. And I think this is, you know, really, I feel like as you turn into 2021, you're going to see exactly, and we're going to come back and do a follow-up podcast. Now I'm committing you to this. <laughs> right. We're going to come back and I'm going to tell you, and you're going to tell me, yeah, exactly what you said was going to happen, happened. You're going to start to see things lining up in this new, and, and it's not, anything you've ever thought of yet before completely parts of it will be there, but not the full shebang. So my, my, my counsel in this part of the read is stop looking to this industry for your true North. It doesn't have it. You're meant to create a new one and that's hard. I get it. Cause that's me, but it's, it's so awesome when you really just commit to your own potential and say, you know what, I'm going to go where no one else has gone and be fully expressed as myself and offer the deepest of what I got. Cause there's, there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people waiting for you to do that. They're just like, they're just like sitting around, where's our Joey Thurman? You know, he's always oh, shit. He's over there trying to you know be a big fitness guy like all the others. Uh, we'll just, we'll just, yeah, we'll just wait it out here. Um, he'll be around, I think in 2021. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I mean, it does, but I mean, that's true. I've, I've always felt different. And then I always thought like one, I thought like, okay, when I'm going to get something or why not me? But then when something happens, like I, I get called to do seven segments and flown out on the today show, which people don't, they don't get, like they don't do that. Uh, And all these national spots, I'm like, okay, then now why me? why did I get that? You know, why right. am I good enough? And then at the same time, like I keep waiting for this shit to happen. Like, Oh, I'm going to be on the today show. I'm the famous. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I I'm get gonna, it. No, I'm telling you, whatever, you know, like you got, here, here's what you got to know. Cause I'm in the realm now with you. This is getting a little esoteric for everybody. I hope you're coming along for the ride if you're listening, but here's what's true. You have got spiritual forces blocking things from happening. They're opening doors enough to let you know, Hey, you're meant for camp, the camera. You're meant for broadcast television, if you will. You're meant to broadcast who you are and help people. You're meant to be that beacon of light. You're meant to be that lighthouse. But we're not going to let you get too far in the usual. So as soon as you start to edge toward the usual, they shut it down. There's, I'm t- I'm, I feel like I'm feeling your guidance, spiritual guidance team saying, yeah, tell him we shut that shit down. Because he's got to stay on the path less traveled. So we'll give them enough of the path to make sure you know, hey, I, I am, why me? Well, because I shine. I'm, I'm luminous. I have something to offer. So of course me, of course. But it's not dialed. You haven't, you haven't recruited and connected other things to your journey yet enough to where 
now you're in that center. It's like you kind of orb toward um, these things that are kind of, you know, you know, personally in your own, you know, self relationship are unique about you and that they're, they're parts of your own, I think, um, process personally. But what you don't understand is you have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, I hope it's not too esoteric, but you have the wounded healer archetypal pattern. This is what wounds you, what makes you feel like, how do I fit and where do I belong? You're meant to recruit all these orphans and say, you don't fit into the usual fitness industry. You don't fit into that same mentality. You don't fit. And that goes across the board. There's dudes out there that want to get maybe really even ripped, but they don't like the mentality of muscle heads that you're their guy. There's people, there's women out there that want to get in really great shape, but they want to feel like they're still connected to their femininity in a way that lets them be, you know, expressed as a woman in their version of womanhood. You're their guy. You're the one that says, Hey, you do you, I'll help you do you, whatever that is. There's no, you got to be like this. There's no formula. It's not formulaic. Doing you is not formulaic. It is intuitive. It's, this is just what's true about me. And so you're the person that can help create this space where people can come in and be like, I'm going to do me. And Joey's just going to guide me to my truth. Don't tell me what my truth is, or, you know, this is how it's done. It's rather, Hey, you're a unique person that has different needs. So let me help you in that journey. And I think that that's where, oh man, I was getting impressions like crazy around your media opportunities. It is, and it is just like you get enough to know you're meant for more. Totally true. But you've got to, when, when it aligns and, and, and I don't think it's like one thing aligns. It's like many, 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 many M-I-N-E alignments. It's like these things just start to, and then there's, then there's going to be this tipping point where you, you get it. You're like, got it. Here we go. You know, you're just, and you're so close to that tipping point. I think this, um, actually, here's what I would say. This sort of fatigue and I don't give a shit. What the fuck am I doing? Hope I can swear on your podcast. You can, um, you can fucking swear all, <laughs> all you want. <laughs> all of this is your intuition talking. Yeah. It's actually your intuition. So people think it's love and light impressions bullshit. Sometimes it's like, you know what? You know what I feel like telling that person? Fuck you. You know, that, that can be, honestly, that can be intuitive guidance. Like you need to create a boundary. So just as a marker for you, hey, when you're feeling like, do I even want to do this anymore? No, you don't want to do this anymore, Joey. Not the way you've been doing it. Okay, we're clear. Let's not ask that question anymore. We have got that. Thank you very much. Write it down. Do not want to do fitness as per the use. Okay, cool. Do I want to do fitness at all? Is there another way to do fitness? Does fitness come with me in my next potential? Now let's sit there. And we both know the answer is it's a yes, it will in some way. But maybe for a while, we got to focus on, okay, well, what else can Joey do that gives you some time to develop other things? You know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a um, both hand, you know, it's an all in one. So like, oh, I'm going to have a little fitness up in here, a little, little nutrition up in here, a little psychology up in here, a little spirituality up in here. Yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go to spirituality because who else in my industry actually really goes there in the raw, gritty fucking way? I live in that space. So who, who better than me? And as soon as you start to, that's the brand, really. If you double down on that, and hey, I'm going to tell you, 
when you get into the business of truth telling and healing, you lose the people that don't want to heal. Yeah. But those aren't your people. So I think there's been this fear. Well, I'll, I'll lose my, some of my social media following. I'll, I'm tracking this fear in your psyche. There, I'll lose these things. I'm telling you, you're going to gain so much more. It's ridiculous. And part two, they're just not meant to keep going with you. That's not their journey. It doesn't make them right or wrong. It's just they're not in this lifetime, maybe, meant for that level of healing. I deal with this every day, you know, in my work. Some people are not meant for my classroom. And that's totally fine. I don't make that right or wrong. It's just a technical truth about their potential and what their capacities allow. So th there's some fears here, you know, at this threshold of you really, I think, claiming yourself. And, and they kind of keep you cycling back to the, the fitness. But let's see, well, maybe I should try this approach on social media. Maybe I should try this approach. This and, the, and here we are, you just keep cycling around instead of, okay, done enough. I don't even want to aspire to be that guy. There's a plenty of those guys out there and you're right. There are, and, and they're doing them great. Let's do Joey and let's see what magic and shit you can get up to. And that, and I'm telling you, man, I'm telling this next year is such a uh, turning point for you. I feel like in December, November, this, this is, this is uh, the next couple months are brainstorming. And, and I want to encourage my instruction for you is be open to um, all sorts of ideas. Don't be editorial yet. You don't have to be, you need a space to be experimental. You need a space to go, who the fuck am I? And just let that rip. I think by the time you get to January, and you know, into 2021, and maybe even actually, I'd say mid to late December, I'd start narrowing it down. And I think it'll organically happen. Like it's not like you to sit down and like, I gotta narrow this down. You're just gonna kind of know, okay, this is what'll give me traction. This is where I wanna go. This is how to brand it. This is how to include it. This, and, then, and then in 2021, start exploring different courses, different um, opportunities, different um, offerings. So I would guarantee you this, if you ever got asked back to, a multi-episodic opportunity on TV. Next time you're back on TV, you will be talking about spirituality. You will be talking about psychology. You will be talking about a lot more than fitness. And that's when you'll blow up. Boom. Until you, until you open your mouth with that stuff on camera, your guides are shutting that shit down. Just don't hate the messenger. That's all I'm saying. Just don't hate the messenger. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you asked for it, brother. Come um, on. I, I did. Um, I mean, and anybody listening or watching whatever modality you're watching or listening to this on, I mean, I, that's, that's just good advice for anyone. I mean, this was geared towards me and my fitness and my career, but I, you know, I, I keep waiting and like, Oh, I'm training this celebrity now. I'm doing this or whatever. Let me ride on their fucking coattails. Let me, let me mm -hmm. do this. And we um, have both worked with numerous celebrities and famous people. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't even name half of them because I have NDAs. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's what matters is, and, and you are you are someone, and you're you're easy for me to read because we're a lot alike. You know, but you're someone who is meant to serve the common person in their struggle you know, and relate to them in a way where you're, you know, they're not looking up to you like this ripped God. They're like, he's just a messy dude like me. Yeah. Cool. You know, I feel safe enough to actually heal here and, and really deal with some things here. And, and that's the thing I'll tell you in my, in my industry, 
kind of the opposite happens is where, you know, people get into the pursuit of their psyches and their potential and their spirituality, but they don't deal with their fitness or their body. I can't tell you how many workshops I've done with thousands of people who come in very overweight or very out of shape. And you can just see they're not in their body that way, mm-hmm. you know, and you know me, I, I'm, I'm a, uh, I was a junior Olympic track athlete. I come from a very athletic background. I'm still very athletic. So I have, that's always been, thank the gods, an anchor for me with what I do in my nervous system, you know, and, and what this, my nervous system goes through in doing readings. It's like an amping up a voltage. I literally feel a shift in my nervous system when I turn that switch to do a reading. So, you know, there's, so, Oh dude, I can't even, I'm sick. I'm actually a little jealous now of, of what, what's coming up for you. I mean, come on, you know, you, you just got to turn in, you got to lean right on into it and lean out of referencing the fitness industry as a true North. It is not a true North for you. The more you do that, the more lost you're going to feel brother. And the more, the more tired on this you know, journey, you're going to feel, you're going to lose your passion, your spark. You know, so I want you to sit back, you know, after we're done here. Uh, and of course you can call me and we'll chat and go to part two. But, and like you said, this really is for everybody. I mean, I think there's probably people going, Oh my gosh, just like, Oh, how to read me, right. you know? And, and that's when I, that's what I used to do a radio show and do readings live. That's what I love about doing this is like, hopefully we just help thousands of people go, Oh, well, shit. Thank you. That just was that that's me. And that's exactly right. People that are going to be drawn to what you offer are going to relate to what we all just, you and I just did here. And so you need to sit back, if, if, if you will, and just consider um, what you've been doing and tell the truth. This isn't working. It's just not working. So something new comes from something new. Let's do something new. What would that look like? Let's explore that question and stop looking back into why, why isn't this working? That is a done question. I just gave you the answer. It's not working because it's not meant for you. Period. No discussion, no debate, no savvy social media twist, you're done. So what is going to work for you? I mean, I want you to keep, you know, paying the rent. So, you know, do what you got to do, but, and I, you know, there's a, there's a whole another path waiting for you. And I, I think it, it kicks off. I feel like even late December, there's, there's, there's an hour. I'm tracking this. There's an opportunity, uh, lucrative one, I think, and certainly the beginning of some money for you uh, coming up in mid to late December. That, uh, that you're going to be involved with into the new year. So, and, um, yeah, so that's coming. And that's, that is part of the new. There's just like, oh, there's this new, th- okay, cool. And I think you just need to give yourself some time to experiment and try some stuff out. I mean, I know that's what this, this Fatter Future podcast is about too. You know, it's like talking to different people, different perspectives, et cetera. So I think this was, this was a primer for you getting more engaged into that that's where your next whole doors open is on that other side. And I've always felt that I always remember when I, you know, when I met you at Art Smith's wedding, I remember seeing you and your wife in the pool. I'm like, who's Ken and Barbie? You know, <laughs> I'm going to go talk to Ken and Barbie. What is this? Um, and, uh, but I remember as we got to know each other that whole week and I was like, this guy's got some really cool stuff he's going to be doing in time. And I'll tell you, uh, you're, you're right on time. You haven't missed out any, I mean, I really mean this, hear me. You have not missed out on any opportunities. Your path is just a longer one. You, you haven't missed out on your success. It's just beginning. You know, really, I, I don't say that because I'm your friend and I want to be nice. I would tell you, you're fucked if that were true too. So you're not, but this is a new path and it's a new beginning for you. And uh, it's going to be, I, I, I'm bursting with excitement for you and ideas. <laughs> well, uh- 
I, you know, I, I, I really hope that's true. And I, I appreciate the reading and, and one, one last question, because I'm going to seriously okay. sit, sit down and consider all of what you just told me, because I mean, you're right. I've, I've always felt different. I've always been chasing the next thing or trying to do the next thing or felt like, oh shit, if I would only got on Instagram two years before everybody else, if I would have done this, like I, I always missed out on shit, you know? Um, and that's right. Like my no, path, no, that's my, true. My, yeah, saying, but... my, my path could just be longer. Uh, I think people listening, they could just have a longer path. Now, I always say that we're not trying to finish the race. We're just trying to stay in the race because I mean, that's life. Honey, honey, you're long. trying to create your own race. Right? I, okay, that's I'm, the I'm thing. Gonna, this is about you. You're yeah. out of that. You're in your, this is your own race. Now this is, there's no one running by you, dude. You're in a blue ocean. You're swimming alone. You're running alone on the track. This is, that thinking's over. I'm now. I'm going to be calling you every day. Okay, you running your own race? Are you running your own race today? <laughs> Don't this make me what, read you. This is this is why this guy's really expensive. Um, so, <laughs> all right. What, what's your what's your what's your final advice for 2020 going into 21 for anybody listening, whether they listen to it in 2020 yeah. right now or 2021, because yeah, yeah. it's that 2021 is going to be interesting as well. So, what's yeah. your advice for people that are just struggling? right now. Uh, yeah what, what can they do <sighs> that is such a big question uh so i'll do my best to to offer something more concise because that could go all around the world with that question right. uh you know what uh, one of the things i realized about 2020 and, and i want you to know something and people can go to my youtube channel and see this i predicted this was all going to happen I remember I was doing, I, every year I do this. So one of my intuitive tools is astrology and I work with it in a very different way than anyone else does. So don't even think you know what I do with astrology, but <laughs> go find out and check it out. It's pretty cool. But I, I do this forecast every year of, you know, what's going to happen the, the next year. In fact, I'm getting ready to, to gear up to do that, you know, for my students and for my audience. And I remember last year when I tapped into 2020 and I remember my assistant was with me and the impressions I was getting, I was like, oh my God, 2020 is a disaster. There is like this event that's going to happen. that's going to stop the world. I literally said this on camera in, in December, 2019. There's this event that's going to stop the whole world. It's a whole like culmination of karma finally coming to a head. And uh, it's, and, and I remember not wanting to even believe what I was getting because I was jacked for 20, 2020. I'm like, 2020, it sounds cool. We're seeing 2020, man, I'm gonna, and I, you know, my business and my work's been expanding and going really well. So I was like, okay, cannot wait to buckle in and even, you know, blow up more. Well, we all blew up, you know, and I, and I remember feeling it in the field. And, and so some things are in the karmic field of life that are gonna happen. They've tipped energies and momentum and patterns have tipped and there's not a damn thing any of us can do, it's too late. This is where we enter into uh, the reality that we all collectively co-create life. So if you look at COVID-19, if you look at where we are in politics, if you look at where we are in all areas of life, which are, you know, of course, very much framed now through the pandemic, I would have everyone just reflect on some things. What is the karma of your life? And what I mean by that, this, and by the way, I don't mean this to, to do a self-inventory, perfectionist self-inventory of like, you know, hating on yourself and getting down on all the negative karma that might be going on for you. Not, I don't mean that at all. There's no, you know, in, in my intuitive realm of seeing things, and, and to be honest, there's just no ranking of worth that way that happens. But there is karma. Both are true. And so karma, if I could frame it as, you know, 
cause uh, and, and effect. It's just a simple creative law. But it works in a holographic and dynamic way that most people would never even think about. Yet now, as we look at climate change, we look at all these forces karmically piling up and tipping things into events. Now we're starting, I think the call is to realize how karma actually holographically does work. That if you are in a pattern for too long, it will manifest itself in a bottom, a harsh karmic bottom, a negative pattern will, you know? Similarly, if you, you know, are in a pattern of, let's say, go to fitness, you know, taking care of your body and taking care of things, you know, then you benefit from feeling healthy and being in shape and having low blood pressure and, uh, you know, all the great things that are the side effect, karmic side effect of, of taking care of yourself with fitness. So, so I would have everyone reflect on a couple things. If you look at 2020, the question to kind of ask is how did we actually get here? Because this is what we reverse, and this is how you read it. You reverse engineer the karma. COVID-19, let's just say it's a karmic bottom. But how did we get here to this? Is, and everyone likes to say, well, everything happens for a reason, which I will tell you is true. But that's not just something you can say when it's convenient when something nice happens. Yeah. There's a reason COVID-19 happened. What do you think it is? You know, and then what people will do to not deal with the real deeper issues is they'll spin up into conspiracy theories. They'll go off the map and go crazy. And that's what you see going on. They don't want to be with the harsher, uh, more um, brutal truths of why we got here. Because then they have to look at their, themselves in their own shadow. And they don't have enough esteem to do that. It takes some esteem to look at your dark side and go, I'm still enough even if I have a shadow. So I would have everybody go, hey, how'd we get here? And this question is the tip into 2021. Where does the karma of the now go from here? Where do you think, for example, this might trigger some people, but this is truth telling. Where do you think we go if we keep saying that COVID-19 isn't an issue? Where does that karma go? Where does the karma of denying climate change go from here? You know, and, take, and extrapolate from that in any issue in your life whether it's a relationship issue, whether it's like I just held you to the fire of your own karma and being stuck in certain perceptions about you know, your journey, where does that karma go? That's where you start to get the read like, well, it's just gonna, cause it's just gonna keep doing its thing until you intervene with a different choice, with different consciousness, with different perception. Until you get an intuitive spark that says, mm, I see where that's headed and I don't like it. And then I'm as your intuitive guide gonna say, okay, what are you gonna do different to shift that? So if someone's struggling with weight or struggling with addiction, where do you think that's going to keep going? It's going to keep going. It's just going to get lower and lower and worse for you. It's just what it does. It's not about you being you know, unworthy or it's not about worth. It's just what karma does. And guess what? You can make a different choice. You can do something else to shift the flow chart of that potential. So do you want to? What's that going to take? And as soon as you start asking those questions, Joey, those are like prayers to the universe. Those activate your angels and they start going, ooh, Joey's serious. I'm getting off the fucking couch. I'm going to get that. Okay. He's starting to ask these questions. Okay. Y'all, we're on. We're on. Come on. And doors get lined up and synchronicities get lined up and people start just saying something to you out of the blue that was guidance you needed. That's how it works. And you, everyone listening knows I'm right because you already have lived this. This is not new. I just see it very clearly as an intuitive technician, and I'm telling you how it goes. 
So you want a different 2021, you want to rock it, you want to shift it. Look at what the karma 2020 was, tell the truth about it. And then ask yourself, where does it go from here? And if you don't like where it's headed, change it, change it. And we have to ask this as individuals now. And we also have to ask this as a we. Because we are creating our societies. We are creating the nature of politics. We are creating the nature of what happens in our climate. We are collectively. So as soon as we get down how we actually have the power, we'll change the whole world. But until then, start with you. Start with, okay, what's my call? karma call to change things in such a way that this world becomes a more connected, more kind, more loving, more holistic place to be. And that's, this is, this is the creative domain of it all. So I would just say to everybody, listen, I think 2021 is going to be a year of lots of revolution and lots of we need unique solutions. We need to get out of either or thinking. We need to move to both and. We need to move out of you know, Democrat versus Republican. We need to move more toward independent thinking. We need to get out of the tribal. It, it, there's so many things we know. And, and, and out of uh, resistance to be with truth. That's why conspiracy theories are all the rage right now. You don't have to be with anything real raw gritty that makes you feel anything real and actually change your life. In a conspiracy theory, you get to sit there and speculate and think about it and obsess with the mind. Did you ever drop in below there into your heart, into your, you know, your emotional system? You just sit spun up. So where do you, your own inner, you know, cable news network with the spin? Where do you have your own karmic spin team? Own that. And you're going to see a lot of other opportunities for 2021 to shift your life and ask, what does the world need from you that's unique to you? That is your, your light, your grace. That is, when you go toward that, I'm telling you, and, I say, and this is thousands of readings behind me saying this, that's when you activate grace. It's when you activate <clears throat> doors that open for you that you could have never planned on your best day. You didn't make it happen, you aligned. And the universe went boom, okay, game on. So yeah, I did a, I did a really big event called Decoding Our First One World Synchronicity. Um, it's free. People can visit my website. It's like a 16-hour dive into the karma of 2020. <laughs> um, I'm so tired of talking about it. <laughs> but, um, but really, it's, it's important to understand how we got here because then we can understand where we can go. Yeah. All right. There, that's, the, that's the concise answer, actually. Uh, very, <laughs> very concise. <laughs> Ten minutes later. <laughs> that, that, that was as concise as you get. Robert Ohado, where can people find you? Uh, well, my website's ohado.com, O-H-O-T-T-O.com. Uh, that's the best place. I'm on Facebook, obviously, Instagram, uh, Robert Ohado Intuitive. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate you um, being real, being a friend. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to start my own fucking race now, man. Do it. You know, I, I'm serious. I gotta, Get I, running on your own race, the Joey I, race. I got to find it. I got to prepare for it. You just can't run a race. Like it, dude, it's already stalking it. you. You just got to sit still and let it, let it say hi. Seriously. I'll, I'll, we're going to talk more about it privately. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> let it say hi. All right. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being here, Robert. This is Joey Thurman. There's another episode of the Fatter Future Podcast. Remember, don't be a fatty, F-A-D-D-Y. Be a part of the future. Cheers. 